Hello, Mixed Net Cases. This is Nuke Josh, and we have a scrumptious episode for you today where you're going to get some extra helpings. With me today, I have... Hi, I'm Tech. And along with us... Uh, Gobble Gobble. Oh, hi, it's Jason. I am the turkey. Evie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's actually a really great line um we are going to be talking about uh thanksgiving episodes we did something like this for halloween we're doing it for thanksgiving and you may say wait a minute aren't you guys in canada didn't thanksgiving already happen yes it did but we're doing the american thanksgiving because nobody does a canada thanksgiving episode (laughs) it just doesn't happen no it's normally a a columbus day mattress sale or something So we're going to be talking about these are all episodes that you might want to watch without watching the rest of the series that you can just watch and it'll get you in the mood and give you a little fun for Thanksgiving before you have to go talk to your racist uncle. (laughs) (laughs) We've all got one of those, don't we? At least one. And if you don't, you are the racist uncle. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Or aunt, or however you identify. Yeah. I mean, it's all fine. Sure, you can sure, still sure. be racist. And- yes, exactly. Um, so we just wanted to bring some fun and give you something silly, maybe for listening on the drive to or away from that horrible family massacre. Or maybe you have a good time at Thanksgiving. I hope so. Good Thanksgivings are always fun. All right. So um, unlike the Halloween um, uh, uh, episode where there's a few shows that do a, a lot of running episodes that they have multiple episodes for every year, you know, like Simpsons had a Halloween of horror Mm -hmm. Uh, Thanksgiving. We don't have that as much. There's just one, at least one that I can think of a few that I can think of. I can can think of two. So so let's do the the series first. Go ahead. Okay, uh, How I Met Your Mother. Slapsgiving. Slapsgiving. (laughs) Which is the whole premise of the show is a group of friends living in New York in their mid-twenties. And it's all about them, you know, growing up, growing up together, trying to start families, trying to find that, uh, that you know, their meet-cutes or whatever. So it's the type of scenario that sets themselves up for ensemble casts very well. And Thanksgiving is the perfect thing for an ensemble cast because everybody comes together for Thanksgiving, and especially people that are, you know, away from their families and they're alone. And, you know, you, you grab a group of friends together with your new family and you make a Thanksgiving tradition. And this all started around bets with the idea that you could pay off the debt from your bet with a slap across the face. And it became known as Slapsgiving, as the day that you would honor your debts and slap each other across the face. And then it started this running gag where Neil Patrick Harris owed, was it five slaps? Yeah. But he wouldn't be told when they were due. And for the next few seasons interspersed throughout the episodes just someone would come up and randomly haul off and smack him and he and neil patrick harris can do some amazing pratfalls yes he's very good at the physical humor and he just gets clobbered but it was always jason siegel doing it so (laughs) you've got this big guy smacking this not so big guy and him just flailing that's one that's yeah. two. And he's sitting How there I- blowing on his fingers to dry the sweat off them before hitting him. I mean, it's such, and it, it always goes back to Thanksgiving and it always goes back to, we're going to have a fun time with our family. We're going to have a big meal, except Neil Tri- Patrick Harris, who was cowering in the corner because he doesn't want to get smacked. Listen, can we just say that that's some of the finest Neil Patrick Harris we've ever gotten in that show? Like, he is excellent. Agreed. It hasn't aged well. A lot of, a lot of the jokes on that show, let's say they're not, uh, they haven't aged well, but there are some episodes of that show, the bracket being one, uh, the slabs giving ones being another that, um, that are timeless. It's just, you have to watch it. You have to watch it with like a preface. It's like, okay, yeah. this is before me too. And there's a lot of stuff in this that we can't talk about anymore. I, I also really enjoy from the, that episode, especially, um, Robin played by Colby Smulders, who's Canadian and her character is Canadian is doing nothing but saying, Canada, uh, Thanksgiving already happened. <laughs> 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 
which is very <laughs> fitting. And what's the what's the other series that does Thanksgiving? Episodes other that series that about? does Thanksgiving so well, and I'm really looking forward to what they do this year. Although I don't think any new episodes are coming out right now, so I'm a little confused. Um, that's Bob's Burgers. Oh, so yeah. much like Halloween, Bob's Burgers always has a good Thanksgiving episode. The very first one, uh, we learn how important Thanksgiving is to Bob and how he has a special relationship with the turkey, and he talks to the turkey. Yeah, well, he's. I, a, I really love you. I love you more than my kids. Just don't let them know. <laughs> well, it's it's it, the story of Bob is that Bob is a fry cook on a yeah. small like New Jersey Shore town. town. Yeah, and yep. he uh, on the boardwalk, and he always fancies himself to be a better chef than just a fry cook. And Thanksgiving is the one chance he has in the year to show off all of his cooking. And it always ends up with the turkey being destroyed and then just it's stressed out Bob going to no ends to try to fix Thanksgiving and yeah. to get the turkey ready. And to make a good uh, Thanksgiving. Now, the first episode, his landlord, landlord um, Mr. Fishoder, says that he has to come and cook Thanksgiving at his house. Oh, and I need to borrow your family because I told my ex-flame that I was married. <laughs> and had kids. So Bob, of course, is very upset. And it goes all the way to last year where he's preparing Thanksgiving for an old age home and hijinks ensue. Um, there are so many different episodes. There's the episode where his turkey ended up in the toilet and he had to get a last minute turkey. I, it just, it's so fun and silly and crazy and all sorts of different things happen. But one of the things that I love about Bob's Burgers is in the end, they're a family and they're supportive of each other, even when they're super weird. Mm. And so when Bob is talking to the turkey, nobody's laughing at him or telling him he's wrong. It's 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 kind of the family feeling that you always want. Dude, yeah, and, and, that, and that entire family, they're all weird in their very own way. And yes. they're all, it's a family of, of individuals that are united together by the fact that they are all supportive of each other's weirdness, no matter how weird it may be to them. Yeah. yeah Bob's Burgers is, is one of those shows that Cartoon Network has come out with that surprisingly is excellent. Like, Fox. Like, uh, um, I thought Bob Burgers was on, is it not on Cartoon Network? It's now? Fox. It's Fox. Why, how is it still on the air? I thought they good got rid of question. all, I thought, I thought they got rid of all the good things that were, that they made. The, an, another great thing about Bob's Burgers is that every single episode of what, like nine seasons, I think every single episode has an original song in it. Yeah. The whole cast sings and some of them sing quite badly and that's the joke. Um, but there's an original song in every episode and the Thanksgiving ones, they're all like Thanksgiving themed songs. It's really, 13. really cool. 13 and I think, seasons. And I think, and I think the reason why I made the confusion that it was on Cartoon Network is because the voice of Bob yes, is, 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 yeah. And he, he's coach from home movies, which I think is an excellent cartoon. Home, home movies is very, very good, but he's also Archer. Yeah. From Archer. Yeah. And which, and, which they did as a joke on Bob's Burger. No, they did, Ar they did Bob's Burgers in Archer. In Archer. That's, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, and I, and, and what sucks is I can't, my favorite joke from Archer, I cannot say on this podcast. No, you can't. You probably can't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. But it involves was... Pele. <laughs> yes. You <laughs> cannot say that. He also did, um, John Benjamin also did a short for Star Trek Discovery. Yes. Oh, the problem nice. with Jeffries, the right? Is with, it Jeffries? Something like that. Yeah, the trouble with. Yeah. But it is an amazing short. He's so good live action. Trouble with Edwards. Edwards. Okay. There really needs to he really needs to get more live action work because he was very, very good in that role. It's it so that's good. the curse. That's the curse of good voice actors. Like Andy Circus, um, uh, 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 Doug Jones, like those guys are excellent on screen, but they're just as excellent with covered in a thousand pounds of and makeup. And we're getting Andy Circus full live action, regular face, uh, good acting in Andor. He's amazing in Andor. And oh, he's an Andor. Okay, now I have a reason to watch yeah. Andor. I didn't know he was in it, so now I have a reason to watch Andor. Oh, uh, and Peter Skarsgård and um, a bunch of other. Yeah, yeah really. he um he he actually has um kind of a leading role, and I'd say very the, pivotal role. Like yeah. the the second half of the se of the series. Yeah, okay. um, he's okay. very very good. Okay. So um, but very, yeah, very so angry. Bob's Burgers, thirteen seasons and a movie, and the movie was a musical, and 
I really dug it. It was mm-hmm. good. I liked it. I'm going to, I'm also going to say Bob's Burgers is probably my favorite cartoon family on TV. So, um, yeah. I, beats I, out the Simpsons, beats out Family Guy, beats out all the others. All right. Go ahead. Sorry. Well, you're, you're dropping bombs there at the end there. I'm just going to let that hang and not fight you back on that. <laughs> because I'm right. No, because you're not. <laughs> Who am I missing? What? You said that Bob's Burger was the best animated show of all time. No, best animated family. Animated family. Best animated family. Meaning they're my favorite fa- animated family. Okay. Because they are truly supportive of each other all the time. They can be your favorites, but they're not the best. Mm. Who do you, who you got? Who you got is the best? Best animated family? Come on. It's The Simpsons. First 10 seasons. Yeah. Okay. Jo- Homer and Lisa. Lisa, you know I always fight for the little guy, and you're, you're the, the littlest, littlest guy, guy I, I know. know. It's such a, problem, it is a good line. It's a good line. My only problem with that is that they're constantly having to learn lessons, whereas Bob's Burgers, they are, they'll learn lessons, but they start from being supportive. And my problem with the Simpsons is they're constantly bringing them back to starting place. What about the Fry Farnsworth family? Ooh. Because they're okay. very good. Now, they don't have a Thanksgiving episode. They though. don't have they a They have a couple Christmas episode. episodes that are fantastic. They're... We can talk about those in a, in a month yeah. or so. We can't, we can't, we can't talk about the, we can't, we just, the puppy. It just. Ah, okay. Oh my God. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, um, dog. So, so, Jason, do you have any series of episodes or do you want to start with a single? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start with a single. And what if I told you it was a show where Keith David helped save the world by fist fighting a turkey? <laughs> okay, I'm listening. Yes, you have my attention. Uh, this is an episode of season five for Rick and Morty called. Oh. Um, it's called uh, Rick and Morty's Thanksploitation Spectacular, <laughs> and it and needless to say. Uh, I'm not going to get into the plot because it's like a Doctor Who episode. We'd be here all day. Um, needless to say, part of the climax of that episode is Keith David, who is the president and is the is the president throughout the entire series of the show. Fantastic! Fist fighting a turkey. All right, we need to watch that. We need to pull that up and and watch that episode there. Tech. We have a blind spot for Rick and Morty because it only came to Canada. What? This year, yeah, and we're and we're slow. So I mean, it came to Canada, but not in any of not the streaming services we had right. access to. We're slowly yeah, watching it because I don't want to burn out on it. But it yeah. is it is a very good show, and I know it's going to get better. So I'm 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 hopeful. We might we might jump ahead to the Thanksgiving episode though. Oh, there's like I'll put it this way: any episode where Keith David is the president is a good episode. Like like Keith David is superb. Keith in that show. David is one of the reasons that I w- I'm still watching Star Girl. Wait for it. Keith David is the reason why a lot of people figured it out because they were watching a whole lot of gargoyles. <laughs> <laughs> he was the voice on gargoyles? Yeah, he wow. was Goliath. Oh wow, okay. Yeah. The voice. Yeah, the voice. The voice. Like- um he's also um uh I know his voice mostly from the Mass Effect game. Mm. Because he was Admiral Anderson. Oh, that's right. Again, Keith David, great actor, but also a prolific voice actor. Like <laughs> Yeah. And it's it, it it's 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 but no the 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 Rick, Rick and Morty's Thanksploitation spectacular is <laughs> is really really good. Um, it it's again Keith David fist fights a turkey. So I have a question: as president, is he Keith David as president, or he voices the president? He voices the president, but no one cares about the real name of the president because when you hear the voice, you're like, oh, it's just Keith David. Gotcha, like, gotcha. Like, yeah, but it, it's it's just like uh just like a lot of the times when guest voices are on that show, like uh, Nathan Fillion's been on it. Um, also, Danny Trejo was on it nice. as an ultimate mercenary spy named Panther, which is excellent. So yeah, but no, that that's one of my favorite episodes. You said Danny Trejo, and in my head, I went to the um the Muppets episode. You know the the one they did during the pandemic, the show they did during the pandemic, where they'd have the little cooking segment, and the host was a turkey. Well, Danny Trejo was on that, and um, that was a really great segment. But now I'm thinking about that poor turkey host in in anything having to do with Thanksgiving. She'd be so confused. Oh, <laughs> uh, look, it's uh, Danny Trejo needs more work. He doesn't get enough. He doesn't get enough flowers. Yeah, it was him versus um the Swedish chef for tacos. Guess who won? The Swedish chef. What? He's, Are you crazy? I know, I know Danny Trejo won, but come on, he's a Swedish chef. He's got human hands. 
that, that tech can no longer forget. Oh, I've I've always known, and it's always hilarious because the the big gag two different people. Yeah, because the the big <laughs> gag is that the hands that the actor playing the hands is trying to mess up the voice actor, and the voice actor is trying to mess up the dude with the hands. So, or the whole, at least in the original, so yeah. The whole bork 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 and throwing the spoons into the set behind it was just to make Jim Henson laugh. <laughs> there are a couple of the original spots that you watch where you hear either Jim or Jerry. Just bust a gut laughing through the laugh track. Yeah, because it's 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 them the two different puppeteers. Um, because the Swedish chef, there's somebody that moves his head, and then there's the hands that come from behind. Anyway, <laughs> so if we're gonna talk about singles, mm-hmm. can I bring up a movie? I don't know. Depends. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, a Thanksgiving themed movie. Okay, from two thousand three. Okay. With a pretty cool cast. Okay. Uh, the movie's called Pieces of April. Oh. Okay. That's fair. With That's fair. It's, it's a really good Katie, movie. Katie Holmes, Patricia Clarkson, Derek Luke, Oliver Platt, Sean Hayes, and a whole bunch of others. So it's so funny that you bring this up because okay. HBO Max has a collection of holiday movies. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones that first pops up is Pieces of April. Have you watched it? I've never seen that movie. Okay. So it's the story. So Katie Holmes plays a young girl that is estranged from her family. She moved away to the city, left her family behind, and is trying. You know, She's there with her boyfriend, Derek Luke, and they're trying to make it work. And it's not working. And they decide... To try to reconcile things with the family, and there's a bunch of revelations about why, but there's trying to reconcile things with the family by hosting a Thanksgiving dinner. But it's Katie Holmes in her early 20s playing a girl in her early 20s trying to cook her first Thanksgiving meal, but it has to be perfect because she's estranged from her family, and this is her one chance to patch things up because... To show that she's an adult and that she's on the right path. Right, and that everything about her life is finally going right and that, you know, all wrongs can be forgiven if this dinner goes well. And, of course, it doesn't because the turkey gets destroyed and the sides aren't right and the cranberry cylinder is not correct. And And her her oven is broken, so she's borrowing neighbors' ovens in her apartment. And (laughs) it's not a comedy. It's a very serious drama movie. It's it's pretty sad and kind of relatable. And it it is very sad but and i don't normally like dramas but i really like katie holmes (laughs) at least i did in 2003 so um i it is a very very good movie um surprising the level of performance like the the level of serious performance that you can get out of a comedic actor like oliver platt pretty surprising he's done a lot of dramas yeah, well, of which I haven't watched because, like That's I said, true. I don't watch dramas. That's so, true. so this was this was surprising, and uh, you know, Katie Holmes pulling off an amazing dramatic performance. Um, there is a scene with the whole turkey recipe, uh, the whole Thanksgiving recipe, yes. the whole Thanksgiving recipe, and how it's prepared, and how she goes about memorizing it is a very good scene. Which that I is a little adult for this podcast. It's a very adult for this podcast, but I'll leave it at that. It's a very, very, very good movie. Um, and one that I'll watch again, uh, cause we own it. Yeah. But not because it has anything to do with Thanksgiving, just because it's a very good, it's a really good movie. It's a very good movie that uses Thanksgiving as the perfect character because it's all about coming together as a family. So when your family is in strife, it makes yeah. sense that you would look at something like Thanksgiving yeah, to try to bring things together. Uh, I, um, I really enjoyed the, um, there's this one analogy and I use it all the time. Um, she's explaining to her boyfriend that she's the first pancake. She's the first kid. So her parents made all their mistakes on her and then got it right for the others. And every time you make pancakes, the first pancake is not quite right. It's what needs to set the grill. I am the first pancake. (laughs) Does that hurt a little, Jason? Listen, um, I know you're the baby, though. I am the baby. Uh, so like, I'm the perfect pancake. Look, you see my skin tone. It's like perfect pancake, but like, but, but not, not only, well, you're the perfect pancake, but you're also, you, you are, isn't the baby the one that's like, they only had enough batter to make half a pancake. So you're not. 
See, that's see the best. Okay, part about if Jason's that is, half a pancake, <laughs> like what the hell size pancake were they making? That's that's the best part because you think that, and then you see the rest of my siblings, and you're like, you stole their pancake better. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's really yes, what I the did. baby yes. does. The baby yes, steals everything. It's like the rest of them are pancakes. <laughs> He's the whole short stack. Yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm I'm one of those souffle pancakes from Japan that's like three inches thick. Like, yes, exactly. Um. All right. So if you're going to use a movie, I'm gonna have to add a movie in as well, just as an honorable mention. Okay. And that would be planes, trains, and automobiles. <laughs> okay. Wow. Because they're going home for Thanksgiving. Right. That's the whole point. They're all going home for Thanksgiving. And this is John Candy and Dan Aykroyd? Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, it's still, but it is it's John Goodman and, and, and Steve Martin, right? No, it's Not, John no, Candy. I mean, I mean, John Candy, sorry. I got my 80s fat actors confused, but wait for it. I would love to have both of them. Like, because I think um, they've only been in like one thing together. Have they been in anything together? I think it might have been in one. Who? John Candy uh, and, John, and John, Goodman. John Goodman. And if they haven't, that is a travesty amongst all of Hollywood. I mean, we could do a whole episode on just like our favorite John Candy movies. So apparently there's a there's a forum post here as I looked this up in Google where somebody goes, yeah. John Candy versus John Goodman. Who's the most beloved actor? No, uh, no. it's John Candy we, hands down. Shut up. But yeah. we also love John Goodman. But damn. Yeah, because John Goodman is, is excellent. But. John Candy is John Candy. He's, he, listen, he, Spaceballs. That's all I got to say. No, John Candy and, um, Steve Martin are just trying to get home. And, um, I have seen this movie countless times because, um, it was one of the few VHSs my dad had on ship. And when I'd go visit him, we'd watch planes, trains and automobiles. That's a good VHS. It's a good VHS. We played the tape off of it. I- do not remember this. We need to watch it. It is yeah. fantastic. I remember the one joke from it that was in the trailer. Is that when they're they're spooning in bed? They're spooning. It's yes. like, where's your hand? It's between two pillows. Those aren't, Those aren't pillows. pillows. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know? So basically, Steve Martin's a control freak. He's trying to get home uh, to spend Thanksgiving with his family. And his flight is rerouted, and then there's a freak snowstorm, and nobody can get home. And, of course, it's the Thanksgiving weekend, which is the biggest travel day of the year. So, you know, even more than Christmas. So, uh, you know, he and the guy who's sitting next to him uh, end up trying to travel together. And that's John Candy, who is a traveling salesman. And he's just getting annoyed with him, annoyed with him, annoyed with him. And in the end, he, he finds why this is somebody who needs extra nurturing and care and attention. And, um, and, and then grow, see, starts to see how great he is and all the things that he's been doing to try to make this experience better for Steve Martin's character. I'm trying not to spoil anything because tech can't remember this movie. And if we're going to watch it again, <laughs> I don't want to spoil anything. Planes, planes, trains and automobiles is one of those eighties comedies that could never be made probably today, but it is a literal classic. It's a literal, just it's, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, it's like when you talk about the temptations or, or, you know, Gladys Knight or, or any of these just legendary acts like that movie is up there i mean steve martin um john candy and wait for it the reason why in the first home alone or it was it was yeah in the first home alone the mom ends up getting a ride to kevin on a thing with john candy is a homage to planes trains and automobiles like because he's she's trying to get home for the holidays to to be with her kid and it's John Candy who is like the 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 spirit of christmas who gets her there like it's just excellent i really uh i really think i really think that it's a lost opportunity that we never got a national lampoon's thanksgiving yeah and we never will um but one thing to remember about planes trains and automobiles it's a john hughes movie it's, it's, I often think of John Hughes as like, you know, say anything and all of those, but he's also home alone. The 16 candles guy? Yeah. He, yeah. He's also home alone. He okay. is also, um, he's done a bunch of other movies that we, isn't he one of the gremlins? Didn't he do gremlins? 
Uh, I think he might have done the first one. Pretty yeah. much, if a show is in if a show, a movie is in Illinois or Chicago, there's a fair chance that it's a John Hughes movie. And 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 this is one of those. And I just love it. I just love it so much. He also has an unproduced screenplay for The Nanny before it got picked up by the networks. All right. Um, I bet in his version they were in Chicago, though. Breakfast Club, Weird Science, Pretty in Pink, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Uncle Buck. Uncle Uncle Buck. Buck, That's another one of his. Yep. Oh. I love Uncle Buck. Speaking of John Candy. Uh, Apparently, he also wrote a bunch of movies under a nom de plume. Mm. Um, What's the name? Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Um, uh, Curly Sue, Home Alone, Dennis the Menace. Yeah, these are all John Hughes. Baby's Day Out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Edmund, sorry, Edmund Dantes. Okay. Did, uh, are those movies under Edmund Dantes? Made or? in Manhattan, Drillbit Taylor, and Beethoven. Okay, I see why he used a nom de plume on those. Yeah. <laughs> but Beethoven, Beethoven was a pretty popular movie. Uh, yes, yes. Drillbit Taylor sucked. Uh, and made, made in Manhattan actually wasn't bad, but it, again, I can see why he'd want to distance himself. But getting back to, uh, so Jason, do you have a movie or TV show? Yes, I do have another TV show. Um, and this is, it's again, there are iconic episodes of this show. And this one, I think because of how iconic these other episodes for that show are, gets kind of forgotten, but it's Fresh Prince of Bear Lair's, uh, talking turkey. It's the first time we meet Will's mom. Yes. In the show. And it's an excellent episode because again, if you people out there, if you've not watched the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, please go watch it because there are some, like the show talks about so many different things from racial inequalities to economic disparities. And that's a part of this episode because Will's mom comes to Bel-Air to, to, to have Thanksgiving with her extended family. And says that it's made Will spoiled yeah. and that, <clears throat> and that because Aunt Vivian is having the, the meal catered, that it's not really a good Thanksgiving and that this is not what she sent Will for. And so it becomes a, a, a battle between Will's mom and Will's aunt of basically trying to prove Aunt Vivian is a good mom. And it's a great, great episode that I think gets overshadowed by like the episode where Will and Carlton get pulled over in the car that they were taking for a favor for Uncle Phil. And Uncle Phil has to flex on the police officers that he's a lawyer. And he's not the, he's not like secondary lawyer or works for the guy. No, 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 no. He's the partner. They made this law firm together. Also, that's a great episode. And also the episode where Will's dad shows up and Oh, Ben Vereen. Oh, when, when Will, when Will's angry and he's like, why doesn't he want me? But then it turns into tears and he's, and he looks at Uncle Phil and says, why doesn't he want me? And Uncle Phil just hugs him, bro. Now there's a, Woo. there's a, a great thing about that scene. It's that was when, unscripted. Yeah. Right. It was unscripted, but when Uncle Phil gives Will a hug. He leans into his ear and what we can't see, but came out afterwards that he leaned into his ear and he told Will, he goes, now that's acting. Yeah, and, oh. and if you've he's not proud of him for the yeah. performance that he had, and I mean, yeah. I mean, that's fantastic. Th- thanks, Uncle Phil. But getting and, that and, prop from James Avery, come on. From Master and, Shredder. Yeah, from Master Shredder. And, and the thing about it is this Talking Turkey episode is excellent, but it's in the first season and we've not gotten those other episodes, but when we do, it just overshadows this episode. And it sucks because there's a lot of great episodes. Like I didn't even bring up the, you know, the episode where Carlton is trying to get into the frat and the frat basically says he's not black enough, yeah. but, but Will's good enough to join. And it is, there's so many good episodes, but the first time we get to see Will's mom, the first time, like, just all of this stuff is so good. And that's such a classic episode. And if you're in America, you know, not in Canada, uh, you can watch all of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on HBO Max. Cool. And it's worth a watch from start to finish. Uh, I wonder, is that because HBO is doing the new show? I haven't touched it. I haven't touched so, it either. I don't know yeah. anything about it. I'm not sure I want to more gritty drama version of fresh prince so i'm i'm good um all right so um i'm gonna leave well yeah all right i'm gonna talk about uh going back to 
instead of the 90s, we're talking the early 2000s. And that is Gilmore Girls, because there is an episode from I think it's like season two or three. And it is one of my favorite episodes because the two characters in that show eat a lot, like a lot. And they're teeny tiny people. Um, and it's called uh, Korean Deep Fried Thanksgiving. In this episode, the 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 Gilmore Girls have agreed to go to at three Thanksgivings, all on Thanksgiving. Uh, two in their town of Stars Hollow, one at the grandmother's house in Hartford, uh, which is like a forty minute drive. And they say, yeah, yeah, we'll have plenty of room, plenty of room. We're 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 not going to be full. We're not going to be full at all. And it's them going to all of these different Thanksgivings. It is hilarious. It is fun. We get to see Jenny McCarthy do comedy in this show in a way that, you know, before anybody knew who Jenny McCarthy, not Jenny, not Jenny McCarthy, Melissa. Thank you. Melissa McCarthy. That's a completely different person. A very different person. Oh, I'm so angry at myself. I pulled a Jason. Uh, I'm like, this is not right. Melissa McCarthy, who played Sookie, she, um, she, she, she was not known for her comedy chops yet. And we get to see the beginnings of it and we get to see just how masterful she is in this episode. And it has a lot of the episode focused around one of my favorite characters, which is Lane Kim, which is, um, Rory's best friend. And, you know, we just, we just continue on and it is a fantastic episode and you don't need to watch any of the rest of the Gilmore girls to enjoy this episode. It is fun. It is great. Go ahead. Dive on in. Tech. Yes. Your your episode. Are we up to the uh, cylinder? I think I can't think of. I I don't know which episode it came from first, but the festive cranberry cylinder has always been a <laughs> cranberry cranberries in sauce from a can has always been a staple of every Thanksgiving dinner I've ever seen. And of course, if you if you manage to slurp it out of the can properly, you get the festive cranberry cylinder, which I think was used in The Simpsons first, but it's come out. All kinds of other places, but my gosh, do I love me a good festive cranberry cylinder. And I don't eat cranberries. I just don't. I just like going to people's Thanksgiving. They, they, oh, can I help with dinner? Let me prepare the Thanksgiving cylinder. And then, no, we make ours fresh with real bogberries and actual real sugar. It's like, you've, you've wasted, you've ruined Thanksgiving by not letting me prepare the festive cylinder. Okay, okay. but Tech, do you eat the festive cylinder? No, I just like preparing it because it's hilarious to me. <laughs> I tech I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. I hate cranberry sauce. I hate it in the past. I uh, we make cranberry sauce and we make it delicious. It is oh so good. But yeah. But but come on, the festive cylinder. The cylinder. Yes. I understand the need for the, the, the satisfying Noise. What I the floor. What I love is when people try to like heat it up to, to kind of make it look like homemade, but there's still just a wedge of it, just like as a can, like sitting in there. And you're like, I know you don't pretend. Don't pretend that you own it. it. Just own it. Yeah, exactly. Just, just, just own, own it. it. Just own it. Oh, festive, festive holiday. All right. So, so if we're not talking about the Simpsons, um, can we talk about Pangs? Oh, yeah, let's talk about Pangs. So this is an episode from a show Tech doesn't watch, but he loves this episode. So this proves the point. Go ahead. Yeah, so this is from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, a show that I do not like. To be fair, to be fair, Tech, it's a show I still have yet to watch. I've tried to many a many a time. There, this is one you can watch. There are, there are, well, there's two, there, there's, there's two favorite episodes that I have of this show. One of them is Pangs. So the idea is that the Buffy the Vampire Slayer, anyway, little town on a hellmouth, demons come out of it all the time. Little blonde girl named Buffy is the only reason why they haven't taken over the earth yet because she has supernatural powers. And with the help of her ragtag group of friends, she helps stop the monsters from coming out of the hellmouth. Thanksgiving episode is there's a Thanksgiving monster. There's the a, a spirit of a first nation. There's a first nation's ghost, which is going around getting revenge on the pilgrims on Thanksgiving. But Buffy is too busy to fight the monster because she has to get the perfect Thanksgiving dinner 
uh, out and ready for all of her friends. So the, the scenes are all things like her in the kitchen making cranberry sauce while the monster runs through the windows in the back of the shot killing people. And then she's like, just a minute, goes into the yard, beats up the monster, comes back inside, flips the turkey, goes back, does something else, gets the potatoes, gets somebody else to do the, to do the nut stuffing while, you know, or whatever. Then she goes out and fights the bad guy, then comes back in to do something else. And it's just, it's set around the kitchen. It's hilarious. While they ricochet around the set, stopping this monster, um, it is hilarious. It's 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 the it's the second best episode they've done uh, in that show. It is so 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 good. Um, and they have you know their one character Xander, who for the early part of the show he was their rough and tumble action dude. He was the guy that would get into the fights. Well, he gets smallpox. And every disease that was brought to that was brought to by white people, right? That was brought by white people. So he's got all of the diseases, and he's like lying, dying. Smallpox, the... syphilis, you yeah, name yeah, it. He's dying on the couch, wrapped in blankets, and they're trying to nurse him back to health and fight a monster and get Thanksgiving going. Um, and Willow is arguing the point for the Shumash uh, natives because Native Americans because she's like, well, it was their land and we stole it, and they have every right to enact vengeance. It it is a it is a hilarious episode. But by, by the way, the best episode of that show is Hush. Um, but the the puppet one. No, no, that that was from Angel, the puppet episode, which is probably the best episode. But of for Angel. Jason, uh, Hush is the one with Doug Jones. Yeah, of course, the, that's the best episode. Well, well, the idea is that the show is known for its dialogue because Joss Whedon he can write some pretty good dialogue between his actors. And somebody said, "Yeah, well, could you do an episode with no dialogue?" So he does an episode where the entire town is cursed and everyone is mute. So it's an entire episode done in sign, not real ASL sign, but you know, pantomime as they try to talk to each other, but they cannot talk. And there are these weird sort of like mime monsters running around. And one of them is Doug Jones. And he's amazing. But the second best episode, Pangs, Thanksgiving, Xander has syphilis. (laughs) Buffy just wants to make dinner, but she's too busy and has to kill this ghost monster. God, it's a good episode. It's a great episode. It's a great episode. And Spike, who could fight, is tied to a chair because they don't trust him yet. And he's getting shot with arrows. And he's like, oh, these are getting really close. Because he's a vampire, the arrows will kill him because they're wooden. It's it's a, such a stupid episode. It's so stupid. It's, it's so great. good. It's great. All right. Are we re- uh Jason, you had another one, I believe, right? Or are we good? Um, I think so. I think we're good because I was trying to think. I was actually trying to think because I've actually been going through doing a rewatch of some of my favorite episodes of Doctor Who. And I'm trying to think of... If there was a Thanksgiving episode of Doctor Who, and I don't think so, because I I know they they put most of their efforts into the Christmas specials. They 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 don't have Thanksgiving. I mean, I mean listen, like they all like wait for it. They don't like they technically don't have a lot of things, but they do episodes about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, true, true. I just it's 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 not a British holiday, so yeah, you know. But you know, it's fine. Like. But no, like I'm, I'm, and we're, you know, we're not talking about Charlie Brown or Simpson, so you know. No, we're like, not talking yeah, about any yeah. of the, you know, the the Charlie Brown Thanksgiving or the Snoopy Thanksgiving. That's the same thing. Um, I don't know. I, I will, I will say this: that it's not, it's not really a Thanksgiving thing, but it did come out like last week or just this week. Um, Blues Clues did a special where they brought back all of the Steves. Ooh! Oh wow! We, even the original one is back, um, and and it, it's it's pretty spectacular. Like the one actually named Steve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and, how many and, Steves are there? Uh, there's three. I think. Okay. I think there's four now. There's a new one, but they're not yeah. all named Steve. They're yeah, they're, they're not all named, like they're cousins or whatever, brothers or, or friends yeah. or whatever. Yeah, whatever. They're still Steves. <laughs> they all wear the same clothes. The role uh, is Steve. Yeah. Mind you, the the original Steve actually put out a video like on social media before it, was, it came out. It made me cry. Oh, uh, so good, so good. But yeah, it's not a Thanksgiving thing. But to be fair, it came out around that time, and I think it. You know, for people who grew up in that time frame and kids who watch it now, I think it's a good thing for a thing to do. I dressed up as Blue one year for my uh, niece. Of course, of course, because because uh, Nutty has to be the good aunt. I'm a great aunt. All right. So we're going to talk about the Mac Daddy number one 
ever. Parking area now. I guess it's looking for a place to land. No, something just came out of the back of the helicopter. It's uh, a dark object. Uh, perhaps a skydiver plumbing to, to the earth from only 2,000 feet into the air. <laughs> the third. There's no parachutes yet. <laughs> there but yes that is right that is uh wkrp in cincinnati and the great turkey drop i i as they I, threw turkeys out of a helicopter i swear as god is my witness i thought turkeys could fly <laughs> and the best part of that scene is that it's just um a, a cowboy shot of les nesman yeah. in front of in front of a in front of a, a storefront Doing the doing the reporting from his, you don't actually see the helicopter or the turkeys falling or no. smashing into parked cars. It's just it's up in your imagination. And of course, you know he mentions not since the Hindenburg, but the whole oh the humanity. You know he's doing the the the, the Hindenburg crash uh, with falling turkeys from a helicopter. It's fantastic. I don't it see parachutes fantastic. yet. I don't think those are skydivers. <laughs> they can't be skydivers. <laughs> also, so good. I want to know what the gag was when he says, "Oh, I can't go in there." Oh, like, oh, it's um, it's a naughty bookshop, I think. Ah, uh, okay. um, if I remember correctly, but yeah, it's all about drumming up PR for the holidays, and it's just, it's, it's just that classic comedy, and it is something that you, if you don't want to watch the whole episode, you can find the clip on YouTube, as I did, and just laugh. It is hysterical the whole thing I, I just and every year you see people making memes about it referencing it um i i know that there's a listener here who has a t-shirt who says i survived the wkrp the, turkey drop the turkey drop in and it puts the year i know i know i've seen the picture um we we definitely have a lot that are in on the joke and i think that this is one of those things that if you were alive, cause that, that show got, uh, in syndication and it was being replayed a lot. So I think if you were alive anywhere from the seventies to the nineties, you've seen that episode. Just like if you were alive in the nineties, you saw the, the fresh prints of Bel Air. Like this is not a new thing to you. Uh, uh, but WKRP is a great show. And, yeah. You know, they do a, a, a hilarious Thanksgiving episode. They've also done some pretty serious episodes dealing yeah. with things like politics and censorship, racism, all set around this goofy, this, it's a, it's a goofy setup of a bunch of people in like the worst rated radio station in Cincinnati, Ohio in the late seventies. Well, I think it was like the last independent or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, but they're not a very good radio station. And the reason why is that they don't get along because they're all weird. And, they managed to tackle like the episode on censorship. Yeah, is very very good. I mean, the the show is amazing, and um, and then to play off their characters' comedic strengths and do a thing like, I I swear to God, I thought turkeys could fly. <laughs> I I when I worked in uh, Cubicle Hell, I used to do the Les Nessman thing about oh, opening the, the lines door. on the floor. No, I didn't have the lines on the floor, but I would like pretend to open the door every now and then as a joke, and I could tell who was old enough to get the joke or not because it would have some people dying and some people are like what is she doing i would i would always tell people to get away from my workspace or i will go get the tape and put less nesman lines all over the floor to keep you out of my office whenever yeah. when i worked in like a communal workshop yeah. uh, it's always no i will put less nesman lines on the floor leave me alone and then you watch as like half of them get it and the other half are like, who's Les Nassman? Right, right. All the, all the, all the, all the young kids in the office, are like, what's a Les Nassman? 
Is that the same one who told you he didn't watch Aliens because he didn't watch old movies? No, he never worked in my shop. But yeah, Jason, <laughs> did I ever tell you that story? Oof. Okay, I like to. I saw oh someone. I saw I saw someone new at work walk by, and the name tag said Hicks. And as they went by, I go, "Oh, it's game over, man!" And they go, "What?" I go, "Corporal Hicks, game over, man." You know, Aliens. He goes, "What is that like a movie?" You haven't seen Aliens? Probably one of the greatest sci-fi action war films ever made. He goes, well, what year did it come out? I said, 85 or 86, I think. He goes, bah, if it's that old, it can't be good. Old movies are never good. Heck, <laughs> you've never told me that story, but I'm now reminded of literally what happened yesterday. I went to go pick up my new copy of the Pokemon game, mm-hmm. and the young lady who checked me out um, was like, I know you. And I was like, from where and how? And they were like, Oh, you were in my film class. And I was like, okay, sure. Mind you, it's an online class. We did on Zoom. I didn't see all these people. And, and she was like, yeah, I really didn't like that class. I was like, why? She goes, because he kept showing old movies. Like if he had shown movies from today, I'd be more into it. And I was like, <laughs> I literally just put my head in my hands and just was like, so how can you be excited about modern day movies if you don't learn where they came from? A film study, not like, not current films. Okay. Just, all right. Well, and on yeah. that note, let's yeah. all think about turkeys dropping from the sky. <laughs> and Keith David punching them. Okay. Keith David so, punching them. So let me ask a final question that we can go yeah. out on. What's a TV show that hasn't done a Thanksgiving episode that you think you'd like to watch? Like, is there a show that's out there now or one from the past that, you know, if if you were to magically write in a Thanksgiving episode, which one would you like to see? Well, I think Jason already said he wants to see Doctor Who do it, even though they don't do Thanksgiving in England. That could be okay. Yeah. Um... John Wick 4 needs to be around the Thanksgiving table where he decides to, like, bring in all of the mobsters and assassins that he's going to kill for, like, a big sort of a Thanksgiving feast. And then he's, like, killing everybody as they go to the bathroom or they go out for a smoke or something. Well, I'm, Until I'm, the end, it's, like, nobody but him and the bad guy. I'm envisioning that it's 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 he's celebrating Thanksgiving, but somebody ruined his turkey. And we were going <laughs> to have a good time, but you ruined the turkey. <laughs> He's got that relationship, kind of like Bob from Bob's Burgers. Oh, he goes to pull the turkey out of the oven, and it's his dog. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> and then oh. that starts the whole thing. That's um, you're awful. Um, I, ah, oh, man, like, there's, like, I, there's so many, like, they, there's so many shows that I enjoy, but they're not, like, they're not the type that would have that type of episode. So maybe what, what I want, is a Studio Ghibli inspired Thanksgiving based oh. movie. Oh. Can you can oh, you yeah. or, or, or better yet, you know what? You could do a you could do a house moving castle too and Calcifer's got to cook the turkey. <laughs> I mean, just anything Ghibli with food is going to be a treat. Oh yeah. It is going to be a treat. Ghibli's already made us second the spirited away buffet oh. of food of Thanksgiving dinner. Those slices of bacon and calcifer mm-hmm. when he's cooking that big, like, wait for it. We all know it's pork belly, but like, why does it have to be an inch and a half thick and like two feet long? And it looks delicious. Like, why not, Jason? Why yeah, not? Why not? Like, me. So good. Also, by the way, the voice of calcifer. Phil Hartman. Yeah. Oh, they're right. Yeah. Also, Gigi. And Gigi. <laughs> Best cat in any movie. Yeah. I don't know. What about uh, Muta? What about Muta? I don't know, man. Muta is, Muta, Muta is pretty dope, and he did fake his own death in a bowl of jello. That he did. <laughs> and on that note, yeah, these were our favorite Thanksgiving episodes. Did we miss one of your favorites? I bet we did. Go ahead and let us know. You can let us know in the Discord. You can let us know in the Facebook group, or you can just shout at us. Um, shout at me. Don't shout at the others. They don't really want to hear it. And Kind of hide from people, but uh, you can shout if at you me. You can find me on social media. You yeah. go ahead and send me a message. Yeah, I mean, I mean, y'all can shout at me. It's fine. I'm, I'll, I'll see it in four months. You'll yeah. see it, yeah. and then he'll never tell me that you said it. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and 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 on that, you know, enjoy your Thanksgiving. 
and hopefully, just remember that even if you do have family members that make you a little uh, during Thanksgiving, remember you only have to see them during this time. And if they're really bad, you don't have to see them on Thanksgiving no. either. It is your choice. You can say, you know what? I'm going to stay home. Take care of you before taking care of others. Remember the the family you choose yep. is a lot more important than the family that was chosen for you. Yep. And then maybe maybe there's some strife and there's some type of drama going on with the family that was chosen for you. And if it's better and healthier for you to maybe stay away and hang out with the family you choose instead, yep. then always choose that first. And if you still want to be with that family you were born into, bring an ally, bring a buddy, or just have that friend on text so that you can vent to. Do whatever you need to do to take care of yourself. Absolutely. Yeah, or just, we love you. Or trip your racist uncle down the stairs. It's fun. I mean, that's an option. He was, he was clumsy. He fell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he slipped on that red hat. Yeah. And as a as a note, just to everybody here, that uh, at our wedding, I had more members of my digital family that I knew from online than I had from my actual birth family. As it should my be. Wedding. As yeah. it should be. I speak from experience here. All right. And on that note, like I said, we love you guys and have a great Thanksgiving. And when we come back in December, well... There's going to be 12 special episodes coming in December. What? What? That's right. Because the 12 days of podcasting are coming. See you then. Bye. Bye. So much cooking to do for Christmas. So much. Send us your recipes. And before we go, I want to thank the patrons without whom... We would not be able to deliver two episodes a month. We would not be able to pay our server fees and really do keep us podcasting and keep us going. Um, it's because of all of you that I know that people actually still want to hear our crazy and inane thoughts on random things that have to do with geek culture. So thank you so much. You keep us going. So I want to give a big shout out and a big thanks to our top tier patron. Thank you to Jax. Thank you to our other big daddies. Thank you to Jason and Rich the TT. Thank you to our patrons of the arts. Uh, that would be Kaylin, Mark Cabot, the encaffeinated one, Melissa, the bathtub mermaid, and Susanna. Thank you so much. And you all will be hearing from me shortly because it's about that time that we start sending out artwork again. Um, same for the big daddies. And thank you to all of the other patrons. Thank you so much for being here and supporting us. And you are the ones that keep the lights on. You keep everything going and moving and grooving. So thank you to Andy, Luke, Cliff, uh, Greg, Harold, Hugh, Ian, Justine, Ken, Kinsey, Crazy Joe Adventures, Mike, Pcat. Oh, Pcat. Okay. That's how your name is. I know who that is now. That That's a new patron. No, that's an old patron. They just changed their name. That's what it is. I was surprised. I was like, wait a minute. Well, I see a new name here, but it's not. That's actually one of our early bird patrons. They changed the way their name is presented. So if you would like to uh, me to use your actual name, please send me an email. Otherwise, I'm just going to call you PCAT. I always go off of what is on the Patreon so that I'm reading the name you would like to be addressed as. So thank you also to the Radical Geek, Shane, Stephen, Will, and Zachman. Thank you so much. Nutty Bites is produced by Nimlas Studios under a Creative Commons Attribution No Commercial Non-Derivatives 3.0 International License. That means you can't change it without my permission. You can share it and send it to your friends. Just link back to me, my site, and everything. We live at nimlas.org, which has links to everything social media, including facebook.com slash group slash Nutty Bites and patreon.com slash nukejoss or call 347-Nutty42.